This is the High School Football America podcast for February 27th, 2024. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability, faster speed than Huddle's sideline, and GameStrat has awesome customer service. All of the coaches making the switch, and there are hundreds of them. Every day I see uh, GameStrat on its social media welcoming a new program into the fold. They pick up the phone. They fix things, but the program itself, it is solid. Not many problems needed, but we all have problems, right? So if you uh, have an issue, customer service is great. And uh, they also have a, uh, a plan that's priced right for every coach's budget. Now, they also have a special that will run out at the end of the month. Uh, some discount, early bird special if you sign up for GameStrat and making the switch. And uh, once that goes away, don't worry. High School Football America has a friends and family discount. So just mention High School Football America when you talk to the good folks at GameStrat and you will get that discount to get a demo. Go to GameStrat.com or you can click on the GameStrap banner ad located on every page of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Championship chat continues. Day two, heading to the Jersey Shore. We started in Pennsylvania yesterday, Jersey Shore today, South Carolina tomorrow. Trying to get as many coaches on as we can here during the offseason to uh, talk about, well, Championship chat. What's it about? Championships. Teams that won state championships in 2023. And we're going to a, I think it's a beautiful part of Jersey. I think all of Jersey is beautiful for the most part. Growing up in Pennsylvania, I can say that. But anyway, we're going to go talk a little Red Bank Catholic High School football. Last year, the Caseys won another state championship. New Jersey non-public B title. Second in three years. Mike Lang, the head coach there. And uh, last year, the Caseys also uh, found their way. Last couple of years, three years, I think, They've been in the High School Football America 300 National Rankings, powered by NFL Play Football, finished number 149. And Coach is here to look back on what was a great season, ending at MetLife Stadium, and we'll also look ahead to uh, what should be a pretty good 2024 for his team. Coach, thanks for taking the time. Uh, Jeff, appreciate the time. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I always love going back into uh, the the hometown area of Pennsylvania and Jersey, and you guys have done a great job. You took over there. I guess what it's going to be your fifth year you're heading into right now, and uh, you had uh, a couple of months to to let that championship set in. Two and three years, as I said. Looking back, you know, just some thoughts. Uh, what brings a smile to your face about that team last year that brought home gold? Uh, I just think it was, you know, it was about the, you know, about the kids and the and the RBC community. I think, you know, I was proud of the way it ended. Obviously, the year before we had we felt like we, you know, left something on the table at MetLife the year before, and again, it was just like a culmination of a lot of, you know, a lot of people's efforts from, you know, even you know the administration to our staff to the kids, and and I just was, you know, that that group of seniors is a special group, obviously, because it was. You know, they were my first, uh, you know, group of kids that were with me for four years. So they started with me during that crazy COVID year, um, <laughs> which really wasn't that much of a season. To but it was crazy. <laughs> you can say that. You can say that again. Um, and uh, you know, to finish with a state championship, uh, I think was just the uh, cherry on top, which was great. Now you came in. Uh, you, you were uh, elevated. You were on the staff when you got the the HC job. Just uh, tell me a little bit about uh, what you did. There is great tradition there at Red Bank Catholic. Uh, did you make any switches? Did you just kind of put your little thumbprint on some tweaks? Uh, what What are some of the foundations you like in your program that you built? 
Well, I think, uh, you know, I think when I was fortunate enough to uh, get hired here uh, in 2016, I was brought on as the linebacker coach. In 18, I was uh, moved up to defensive coordinator. And obviously in uh, 20, I, I, I took over as the head coach. And I think, um, you know, the foundation has always been set here. And, you know, I think that's the thing that, you know, we pr- pride ourselves in like the foundation of this and, you know, if, you know, hopefully, you know, if and when I ever, you know, retire or whatever, that the groundwork is set for the next guy to have a lot of success. And that, that's what I was fortunate with because, you know, like, like you said, it's a long tradition of success here, but it's just the culture of the way we do go about things that I like. And obviously as coming in, you always want to put your stamps on, on things, maybe X and O wise, but I think some of the, um, you know, expectations that uh, go along with being a, a Red Bank Catholic Casey. Uh, I've been long developed before I got the job. And you're doing a good job of building it. Two championships in the last three years. We're talking to uh, Coach Mike Lang of uh, Red Bank Catholic High School in New Jersey, close to the Jersey Shore. You're part of the uh, Shore Conference there. And uh, let's let's get to getting some names in here. You know, you already mentioned it. Obviously, your staff helps, and I'm interviewing you because you are the head coach. And you know, you get a lot of lot of fame with that, and you get a lot of crap with that too at the same time. But let's talk about your staff there. I'm assuming you probably got some some long timers on there as well uh talk about those guys that help and then we'll dive into the kids after that yeah no i mean uh, we've had um you know i've been fortunate enough we we have very little turnover here year in year out some guys you know some guys on my staff quite honestly have been here you know 15 20 years um you know that's that's the uh that's the relationships that we have i mean my you know my offensive coordinator mike rosenfeld he's probably he's one probably one of the longest tenured guys here uh, Kevin Gall, my defensive coordinator, came in when um, when I became the DC. Uh, Keith Hugger, my special teams coach, you know he's been here. He might be. It's, I mean, he may be the longest tenure guy. I don't know. It's either him or Rosie. Um, Joe Gallagher, same thing. Uh, Andrew Lemire is an alumni. Uh, Jason Rattan is. You know he's been coaching for twenty years. John Sipot, same thing. Um, you know, I could just keep going on. Our freshman coach, Tony Flago, has been here, I think, 30 years. Um, so, again, it's it's great continuity. Uh, we're all, you know, I feel like we're all friends and, you know, hang out outside of this. And I think that that alone speaks volumes to our kids. And that's why we have a, a pretty close-knit relationship throughout the program. Talking to Mike Lang from Red Bank Catholic, uh, won the uh, non-public B championship. Uh, got a little rivalry going there in the title games with DePaul. We'll talk about that in a second, but let's uh, let's talk about the kids. Uh, like you said, you lost some kids. I know you got a quarterback coming back, and I saw some talent too when I looked at the roster uh, prior to rolling the tape here on it. Tell me a little bit, a little bit about those leadership kids last year that helped you pick up another championship trophy. Yeah, again, it was. You know, I think it was a it was a very large senior group that you know really. I mean, had a lot of had a lot of mileage as far as how many games they played. I mean, some of them were up here since freshman years. You know, some of them were full time starters as sophomores. So I think there's so many names to be honest with you. I mean, I'll start, obviously start with Emmanuel Ross, who's one of the players of the year in New Jersey, um, the Syracuse commit. Um, you know, really. Uh, you know, really was one of our leaders in the skills. Uh, obviously, big time receiver uh, was that answer as far as the you know at corner for us. Um, and again, I think you know Syracuse is getting a really good one where um, you get a guy that 
honestly, I mean, I think he's just as good on both sides of the ball. Um, me being a defensive guy, I'm always biased because of how great he was at a corner <laughs> and being a lot. Um, you know, Davin Bruton uh, was a was a three year starter for us at middle linebacker. He's uh, committed to the University of Pittsburgh, and he really was the quarterback of our defense for the last couple years. Um, and I think he uh, he's someone we're going to miss. Uh, Tyler Burnham is a big offensive tackle uh, that is uh, going to Delaware. Uh, had a great run here. Uh, Lorenzo Portella was a four year starter at right guard and played both ways the last two years. Uh, and he's, uh, in my eyes, he's an all-timer here as far as his story. Uh, he's actually in the state wrestling championships this weekend in Atlantic City at heavyweight. Um, and he's committed to uh, Lehigh, uh, which I think is, you know, speaks volumes as far as what kind of kid he is academically sure. as well. Um, uh, Logan Graham uh, was a two-year starter at defense, and he's committed to Merrimack. Uh, just a big play after big play every week. Uh, Luke Kristakowski is a tight end committed to Stonehill. Um, and I think uh, a lot of his best football is ahead of him. He's still a little raw, but I, he made some made some great strides and made some great, great plays for us this year. Um, uh, we have Stephen Myers. Uh, you know, he's going to Marist. Uh, we have another tight end, Jack Bones-Greeny. He's going to Bucknell. Uh, you know, there's just... I mean, there's so many kids who just have a great, great story. So Luke Wasson, who's actually just going going to college uh, to for uh, to middle school. School he had a great year at running back at linebacker. Um, and again, it just it, Pat McGee was a two year starter and left tackle. I mean, it just Luke Mascarenas at center. It just just yeah, like I said, it's yeah. probably. I think I figured it out. It's probably around 20, 20 seniors that had this run. Um, and I think I, I think I figured it out. We probably have twelve going on to play college football next year, which is great. That's a great number there. And if you if you think of a kid as we're we're finishing this up down the stretch here, yeah. pop, pop their name in because I don't want anybody getting yeah. getting mad at coach. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a hard task. <laughs> well, uh, I'll tell you, I, I can't leave out my special teams guys there. VJ Masillo uh, had a great run as a punter. He was an all all shore punter uh, going to Wagner next year, and uh, Justin Lamort is actually committed to St. Francis as a, as a place kicker. Um, and uh, they had, they played a huge role this year. They had to make some big big kicks down the stretch here. So never forget, can't forget those specialists. Yep, nope, it, it's all in there. And, and you're right, I did hear, you know, the Patriot League there with Lehigh and Bucknell, some great academic schools as well. And as the old wrestling guy that I am, I told you that before we rolled the tape here, uh, uh, if you're wrestling for a New Jersey State Championship, uh, you know, in wrestling, boy, that's a big thing. Uh, one one classification, right? <laughs> you all go at it. doesn't matter how big the school is or how small. I love Jersey wrestling. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good one this week. I'm, I'm excited for it, guys. Yeah, no doubt about that. I mentioned that um, you guys you know, have quite a little uh, rivalry going with DePaul there, and of course, <clears throat> I would say everybody you know knows the the names from a little bit further up north there, the Bergen Catholics, the Don Boscos, etc. But, but you guys have a little bit of rivalry going there. I guess you've played what three straight years in the state championship, playing at MetLife and all that. Talk a little bit about uh, the guys that uh, you know the the schools that maybe people don't hear a lot about. I guess put your hat on there for a. Little little bit of the smaller uh, uh, non-publics yeah I think um, I think the thing that you're seeing and I think we pride ourselves in you know obviously we've played the poll the last three years I mean we've 
you know, our resume, I think you're going to see more and more as the years go on. You'll see more of this where, you know, we, we opened with Bergen last year. We played Seton Hall prep the last two years in the regular season. Um, you know, between the, the Donovan Catholics, which I feel Dan Corsino does a great job down there. I think you're going to see a more competitive stretch throughout the whole state, to be honest with you. Um, and I think that's only good, only better for high school football when it comes to non-publics. Um, and, you know, for us, you know, we're, you know, we're playing two big North teams this year in the regular season. We're playing, uh, Don Bosco and Paramus Catholic. Yep. And, um, I think you're just going to see this is this is what Red Bank Catholic is now. Um, I think we we uh, we really pride ourselves in competition, um, you know. And again, I I'd rather in you know I'd rather be playoff ready, even if it costs me a game or two down the stretch here. Obviously, we want to win every game, but to be battle tested like you see in the, the Paul, which you know, quite honestly, is probably the best six and four, six and five team oh, you'll yeah. ever see when you're finals. So. Um, so that's you know that's our mindset. Um, I think you'll you know you'll see more and more as the years go on. You'll see these uh, you know bigger games and bigger schedule. Uh, you know you know maybe even outside of the state and things like that. Um, but it's something we pride ourselves in. Yeah, and I see you've got Middletown from uh, Delaware. I, I love those out of state games. Uh, uh, you know Mil- Middletown's a good one. Is that like you said? Yeah. That's something you're thinking about uh, in the future. Yeah, I mean, again, it's just um, this will be, you know, I think we've played a few out-of-state teams before that have come to New Jersey, uh, but this is actually the first out-of-state game for us ever, which we're, you know, we're super excited about. And I think you'll see as the years go on, you'll see, you know, our footprint kind of keep stretching further and further outside the Northeast. Yeah, no, I, I love it, especially when you you start uh, settling some of those arguments, right? Who, wh- which state is better, and all that good stuff. Mike Lang on the line of Red Bank Catholic. Uh, also mentioned with the DePaul Championship Games, you're playing at MetLife Stadium. What the heck's it like to coach in an NFL stadium? That's got to be kind of cool. I know it's cool for the kids, but what about the the old guy on the on the headset? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, being as a as an old uh, Giants Giants fan my whole life, obviously it's. Uh, it's a cool setup to be, you know, walking the corridors of some of your favorite uh, players over the years. But, you know, again, I just look at it as, you know, it's, um, you know, it's that balancing act of like, Hey, you're, you know, you're excited, but obviously you have to have that business like approach and kind of preach to the kids that, all right, this is, you know, outside of the goalposts being a little skinnier and the hashes being a little tighter, you know, this is the same football field you play at Count Basie, you know? So, yeah. uh, but it's a it's 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 special and it's something that you know our kids look forward to and you know we get awesome support from our school as far as you know the following I think this year we had two student buses that went up to the game and it's just a it's just a great environment I you know I think um, you know obviously the last couple of years are you know something I'll never forget and I think the kids will obviously always having you know their their memory and uh, hopefully looking forward to doing it again at some point. Yeah, the old man on the other side of the microphone, me, uh, has trouble still not calling it Giant Stadium. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, the same, I'm the same way. Yeah, it's ingrained to in me. I even went to uh, see the last two uh, Springsteen shows there before they knocked that uh, the old lady down yeah. as he sings sings in Wrecking Ball. But anyway, I digress. Let's yeah. uh, let's turn forward. You, you mentioned the schedule, uh, Bosco, Paramus, Middletown, a good schedule as always. What's, what's the off-season like? What are you looking forward to? What are you working on? 
getting ready for 24? Well, I think just like every, uh, you know, every other coach, you know, you obviously have your off-season program where our kids are lifting a couple of days a week, um, you know, and you're looking for, um, as much as you're looking to get, uh, uh, you know, bigger, faster, stronger, uh, I think the other thing that, you know, being that we're, you know, as a whole, we're pretty young is that, that continuity, that brotherhood that the weight room brings. Um, and that's really my biggest thing is, you know, obviously the growth from a physical standpoint, but you know, immaturity and, you know, the continuity and all the things that we preach over the years, how are we developing that? And, you know, so far it's been, uh, it's been, it's been pretty solid. I mean, you know, we lift, uh, lift before school. We probably have about 40 kids, uh, before school. And you know, just like a lot of other, you know, bigger programs, our kids do a lot of their own workouts too, field work and stuff like that throughout the year. So it's never, uh, you know, the dedication part is not never really is a whole not a big problem here. Well, Coach, really appreciate you taking the time. Con- continued success in 2024 with what you built there. And uh, always like seeing, uh, like I said, uh, you know, you can take the boy out of Pennsylvania, but you can't take Pennsylvania or Jersey in my case since I did uh, football in both states here growing up. Uh, so always love seeing the, the the locals doing well, and I appreciate your time. And uh, as I say to every coach that I talk to, you know, thank you for doing what you do. Uh, you, no no one uh, gets rich. We're rich being a high school football coach coach and uh we we know you do it for the love so we appreciate what you do for the sport and we appreciate you taking the time with us i appreciate it and i know coach lang has uh, quite a few student athletes that are going to appear on the high school football america academic all america team that's going to be coming out uh, april 1st accepting nominations we're above four thousand already uh, go to highschoolfootballamerica.com the nomination form is there for you 3.7 gpa or higher if you're on the uh, zero to 100 scale 96 or higher just please get your nominations into us they will close the nominations will close on the 20th of March. And that's today's High School Football America podcast brought to you by NFL Play Football. Coaches, don't forget to check out playfootball.nfl.com for some great coaching resources to help you in the profession. I'm Jeff Fisher, and you've been listening to the High School Football America podcast championship chat.